Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and joining me is her first time co-hosting, PhD student, blogger, and Marvel stan. Ashley K. Smalls. Um, Hi, Ashley. Hi. I'm so happy that you said yes to co-hosting these with me. Um, I figured it was like time. I know you're, I wanted someone who was like a huge Marvel nerd. um, And, you know, I feel like you and I have done enough shit together that made sense. Basically, (laughs) I've been on this show so much that at this point they've promoted me. um, (laughs) (laughs) You hung around long enough. (laughs) I haven't left yet. So they were like, we might as well just give her something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so do you want to introduce our two guests? Yeah, we have Vox Senior Correspondent. Alex Vod Santos. Hi, Hi Alex. Alex. Hi. Uh, and we also have the co-host of the Undressing Podcast alongside Felicia Day, who is... Tom Lank. Hi, Hi Tom. Tom. Hello. Hello. All right, everyone. We are here to discuss the first episode of Moon Knight. Alex will have the uh, flex of he. How many episodes did you get to watch in advance? I got to watch four, four. of the six. Mm. Marvel was very nice. Uh, I cannot. I've been undressing Bridgerton <laughs> and The Witcher for two seasons now. We're very popular, and I cannot get Netflix to send us screeners. Yeah, just let me like send us the episodes so we can review them ahead of time and oh. promote your G dang show, people. Come on. I just, they the problem with oh my god is our Netflix people listening to this because <laughs> that would be really embarrassing. But the problem with I think Netflix is that they do so much of their stuff. They have there's so many PR people that like are all tangled up in other stuff, and then they also have like third party PR people, and oh. so it it just seems like if you're just the most annoying person on a particular day, then you'll get the episodes. But if you oh. just kind of fall through the cracks, uh. Like they're all very busy, I'm sure, and so that's why, like the like, you have to be like the squeaky wheel. Mm. Oh, I you know I haven't sent an email. I just assumed that they had heard of us and oh. were like, "We need the pr- promotion." They're no, like, we don't you, need we don't need your support. We got, we're <laughs> fine. Thanks. You need to be squeaky, Tom. And I know you can be, sweetheart. <laughs> <sighs> that's what my neighbor says. I mean. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, Tom, if it makes you feel any better, which I know it won't, I have been trying to get on the Disney like screener list. I've been like, I have a podcast, but no, no dice. Uh, the the like one contact I had, she was like, I schedule interviews, not screeners. So I was like, all right, all right, fair. <laughs> yeah, and you know the worst part is there's probably some guy named like Dave and he's yeah. like every single episode. <laughs> and he's always at he's always at every screening. He has like a fedora on, and it's just that, sorry, sorry to that man, but yeah, yes, Alex, yes, that is the thing that drives me nuts, and I don't understand why that happens because I noticed when I when I actually interviewed Emma Caulfield for WandaVision, um. Like some of the other sites that were there, I was like, what? I looked them up and it's like they have like 75 followers. I was like, how do these people get on this list? But I can't. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how that works. You gotta be real annoying. You gotta be mad annoying. (laughs) Well, ask Tom because I can be when I'm asking for something. (laughs) (laughs) You're never annoying. (laughs) Um, But okay, so we're here to talk about the first episode of Moon Knight. Um, I figure before we get into it, I'll get all of your, Tom, what was your, what was your reaction when you finished the episode? Well, I texted my uh, my friends that are actors that she's Australian and he's British French, and I said, 
Um, have you watched Moonstone yet? That's right. <laughs> I called it Moonstone. I'm very proud of you. Watching the full episode. And I said, I need you to, I need to know what we think of of his English accent. Uh and I'm gonna they haven't watched it yet, so Okay. Uh let you know about that. Um I don't I I have a I have the feeling I felt after we watched the first um other Marvel thing. What was WandaVision? it? Vision. Yeah. Yeah, where I was like, oh, this is artistic and uh Miss Mystere. Mystery. <laughs> What's it about? What is the you know, it's that same vibe of like, what did I just watch? I yeah. watched a bunch of clues and questions. So I'm uh I'm cautiously optimistic about right. the show. Oh, that's Tom, I the reason I was like, I gotta get Tom for the first episode, so I don't think he'll wanna watch all of it. <laughs> no, I mean I did have moments where I was like, I hate this! Get me out of the show. <laughs> I'm done. But um I'm trying to support you. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you had me on to be the contrarian, and I'm I'm not fulfilling that. Uh, I will. I, don't well, worry, no. I will. <laughs> I had you on because you're a very good voice of the audience of like people who maybe, you know, Ashley, Alex, and I know a lot about comics. And like, it's good to have a guest who maybe isn't as into nerd stuff. And that's why sure. you make a good guest sure, for sure, these sure, times. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, what did you, I mean, you watched all four, but like, what did you think of the first episode? I too was a little bit like, how is this English accent working? And then when the reveal happens, uh, you're just like, oh. <laughs> you're like oh it makes sense so much sense now yes uh i also wanted to i <laughs> so i had to write like a little review and i wanted to make the headline sailor moon parentheses <laughs> night oh <laughs> uh, don't think i didn't also call it sailor moon at one point today so i think we should just call it sailor moon i honestly Yes. Also, like, I feel like the end of, of each of your recap podcasts should just be like, so who would win in a fight? Sailor Moon or Moon Knight? And then you just ask all your guests. And obviously, Sailor Moon would I was going to say, Sailor Moon would be ass. <laughs> Ashley, what did you think of the first episode when you finished? Um, It gave me very much... You guys ever seen that meme that's like, girl, I don't know what the hell is going on, but I am living like that. Oh, yeah. It was, it, it was very much like that was basically my entire um in terms of like, did I enjoy it? Yes. I'm very nervous though, because like it's a really short series. And so I'm really nervous about like, okay, are they really gonna hammer in on you know everything that they're supposed to do with five episodes left? We've only been introduced to one of his personalities, really, in terms of like the main character. Um, like we've seen the other two, but it's like we when we finally get to to um to Mark, it's the end of the episode. And it's like I get why they did that, but I'm also like, girl, I hope you know what you're doing for the rest of this um this series. Yeah, yeah I so he yeah. has different person so he's a schizophrenic and a magic mummy. Uh, this so, <laughs> this associative identity disorder, I believe, is the right thing. If I got that wrong, I'm so sorry to anyone out there. Um, I, but <laughs> but I was I, wondering I, that too. I was wondering if it's just like, are they gonna explain it with magic, or are they gonna be like, yes, he has this issue, but also there's magic. 
I think in the official logline of the TV show, it is dissociative identity disorder. So, okay. Thank you. I, but, I deeply apologize for any offense I've caused. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, the accent, I I felt the same way you did, Tom. I was like, I feel like I need to ask some ask someone who like actually has like I. It's okay. Here's the thing. It gives me great hope that I too can work in London as an actor and as an American player, <laughs> a, a British person, uh, because that's what's stopping me from moving to London. I. That's I, the I, only thing stopping you. Yes, because I don't know if I'll ever work again. JK, <laughs> JK. Um, but I. They are, they're really hitting it. They're really hitting us over the head with, uh, with like the slang, like in it, uh, yeah. hiya. Uh, he bas- he's basically doing an impression of, of, uh, Wallace and Gromit. Or yes. Who, it felt sounds very cartoony. Yeah. Because yeah. he's all, it's hiya. He's also talking. It's his voice is different. <laughs> uh, what are the other key? Let 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 it get is let he's oh god I can't do it now. I did find that one very charming. Let it get is to be fair, yeah. I thought that that might be on purpose in terms of the acting because he's not from he's not from the UK, um, but he's made this identity as if he is. So right, it might have. To it is a very be- clever conceit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you can't really hammer his accent. Yeah. Too like I, yeah. Like, and I'm I've I have follow a few uh like nerd uh, content creators on um TikTok who are from the UK who also like completely dragged him, but also feel like it might be. Although I can't speak to Oscar Isaac's um, acting, not because you know I'm not familiar with it, but I'm usually too busy staring to know what he's doing. But like. <laughs> Just to say that I do think it might have been on purpose to hammer in the fact that like this man is not from the UK, but his more his other personality is playing along with the fact that he's supposed mm. to believe he is. Because mm. there were points when it was so cartoony that I was like, "Ooh, I did not pick up any of what he just said." <laughs> I mean, on a scale of zero to Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, it's you know, <laughs> it's it's not it's far away from Dick Van like it's he's. I feel like he's doing a pretty good job and uh, yeah. If you want to hear some terrible British accents, you should stream Death on the Nile. I just <laughs> did and it is a wild. There's Americans doing bad British accents. There are British people doing bad American accents. It is The accents are literally and figuratively all over the map. It is, it is- wild. It, it's i am angry about it uh, oh my god it i kind of wanted i kind of wanted to see that too you have to see it it's streaming on hulu and hbo max oh, the great. accents none of them make sense absolutely none of them make sense none none of it like annette benning is like a very she's like this british painting mom right and then, and I, and then, army, saw, and then cannibal army hammer <laughs> Is also doing his English accent, but it's very nebulous. And uh, Letitia Wright is Southern. Oh. Why do they have her doing that? <laughs> yeah, I it's don't. Wild. And then Jennifer, my 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 hero Jennifer Saunders, uh, is doing what an American accent that is very much from the from <laughs> the Saunders show. Yeah. It's kind of hilarious, but. 
She's I, also she also plays like someone who might be like vaguely lesbian and also like strongly a communist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and then you've all sold me on this movie though. <laughs> and then Gal Gal Gadot is using her natural accent, but the acting. <laughs> yeah, I was well, gonna say the, her. It's so funny because like she, uh, everyone's her friend. But, like, we don't know where she's from. Like, they don't tell you where she's from. But then she's just like, this is my cousin. And he's like... my cousin. He, he has an English accent. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like vaguely South Asian, maybe. Okay. I have no idea what's They're happening. Like, We're going to make everyone in the movie do an accent that is not their own except for Gal Gadot. Even though think, she speaks, what, like, five different languages? Yeah. Right. And then they make the... um. I think she's Irish or Scottish. The, the woman from Game oh, of Leslie Thrones. Leslie Rose. Rose Leslie. Yeah, She's French. She's giving, she's doing the maid from Clue. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's get back to. Sorry. Sorry. You already wore, we already had a. I know we did. We had a foreshadowing that this would go off the rails. Yeah, we had a warning that was like. Right. I'm supposed to be the one who gets back Okay, guys, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. (laughs) I literally, I said to Ashley before the episode started, I was like, if it turns into three fags yelling, just like, get us back on track. I'm just like, and I'm over here taking notes. I'm like, okay, so death on the. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I. I, by the end of the episode, the accent, like I, I warmed up to it. I felt like I, I don't know. Um, but I, there was some times when it was like so cartoony that I was like, what is he saying? Um, like the later Gators thing I found charming. I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, like yeah. also I couldn't tell if this is, <laughs> I'm trying to word this properly. The way his, with his style and his accent and like cutesy things like that and him talking to his mom who i'm assume is like where the reveal will be that is not his mother or something but like that all felt very gay to me and i was like oh is he queer oh no he's asking that girl on a date but he feels very like gay boy working in a museum gift shop which i have been that gay boy so i think you're just projecting because the gays love mm. we love him so much right I will also say, but he's Oscar also he's playing an underdog. He's right. sort of he's doing Kristen Wiig's character from Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do not put him in CGI fur. Um, uh, so yeah, no, I don't. I think it's because he's kind of playing, um, like this sort of uh, nerdy, sort of down on his luck, every man. Who sleepwalks a lot? I don't know. Soft boy. He's a very soft boy. Soft. He's sensitive. Yeah. So we open on Ethan Hawke doing a weird like Da Vinci Code thing. He's putting, I I thought I was like, this is the superhero. He's putting glass in his Jesus flip flops. But then I was like, oh, it's Ethan Hawke. I didn't Uh, know. I didn't know it was Ethan Hawke. I was just, who is this stranger? (laughs) Yeah. And feet stuff like grosses me out so i was like when he's like stands up in those glass sandals um alex do you know who the character is like who is the comic book villain that he's playing because no, i know this is you know what you asked me this before and i was <laughs> like no i do not read moon knight the only thing i'm reading now is x-men that's the only thing people should be reading if you're reading marvel stuff uh so yes sorry i'm not a moon knight like i'm not reading i guess i could google do you want me to google right now it's arthur. his name's arthur harrow i mean he's in the yeah. I've, I've heard that it's really different than what the way that he is in the comics 
Um, okay. So I'm not entirely sure that, you know, having that sort of um, knowledge is going to benefit anyone that much outside of like knowing the name and maybe picking up on some of the characters that we that may be coming in. Because when he went through his call log, I know I'm skipping ahead a bit, but when he went through his call log, when he finally started realizing that something's up, there was, um, there was the one girl's name who he ended up calling. And then there was right. another name, which was the last name of his like sort of sidekick in the comics. I'm not sure if that right. means that it'll definitely be in the show, but like they clearly wanted to allude to it that this person is in his life. Um, but it, 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 reading the comics did not seem like it was a big benefit. And I know because I dropped $20 trying to catch up on stuff and it did not help me at all. So Marvel owes me money. But why don't you expense it? To send your in, send an invoice to Ian. <laughs> I could, right? Exactly. <laughs> my paying you that would be my whole uh, everything I make from the Patreon in a month. <laughs> um, well, I read Brett White, who I always reference. He does like good like Easter egg articles for every episode for Marvel shows. And I was re- I actually read that that like that character that was like his sidekick that you see once in the call log recently came out in the comics, so that would be nice. Although I doubt we'll get that character and if we do that they'll like reference him being gay but we'll that he was like a totally line like Loki. yeah 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 no um, i want to see him i want to be like oh look it's a sidekick wow he's blowing someone <laughs> <laughs> his first scene is going to a grinder hookup <laughs> unless it's unless it's a woman then she could be doing woman mouth stuff too <laughs> woman mouth stuff or they could be doing they stuff right anything Anything super, like, I'm tired of this, like, don't say gay, like, bullshit. Like, I want to see, like, now, like, now that Disney's caving, I want to see some fucking disgusto, (laughs) freaky, sicko shit. Yeah, I don't, I'm tired (laughs) of the, like, oh, we we introduced a gay character because they briefly, they say that the name of their partner, that could be the name of a woman and and that and the character is a woman. So we can infer that it's like, no, I want there to be like full on gay sex on the screen yeah i no more lesbian sorry to the lesbian cyclops law enforcement officer (laughs) yes that's that's what i was referencing well like what was uh jungle book her brother (laughs) wait what in jungle book there was a game no sorry jungle cruise oh my god i'm moon everyone's kind of gay in jungle book moonstone (laughs) jungle book i don't know what am i watching Nano Tom Lank. Um, Nano Lank! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so Ashley. <laughs> Sorry, we did it again. <laughs> we did do it again. Um, I, I think the problem is that there's not that much. This episode, Ashley, I think you said it, or one of you said it before we were recording, that it felt more like a teaser intro than like a full episode. Um, I. Do you want to talk about how uncomfortable that bed looks? That whole sleep routine makes me want to die. Okay, so yes, I do want to talk about that because I was thinking this is the first time, like WandaVision, you mentioned this too, Tom, that like it was a little bit like WandaVision with a lot of mystery, but this one did a thing differently than most of the Marvel shows do where it did kind of just put you in. Like there wasn't, like we knew he, the multiple, the, the other voices were kind of there right away. We didn't build up to like him blacking out it was kind of like his plots in progress. Um, and usually these shows have like a little bit of a slow first start. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, 
like moving all the pieces, even though this did feel like teasery, it was still like we, we got like him in an action scene in a car chase, uh, him blacking out, beating the shit out of people pretty like quickly. Yeah. Um, cause I, it, what it's like 15 minutes in when we get the scene of him waking up with his jaw, like dislocated in a field. Um, and for me, that's when it like picked up. I think it still gets to feel teasery because it's like, we don't, we're, we're seeing it, but we're not seeing it because we are, right. we're in the eyes of um, Stephen Grant and not Mark Spector, who's doing, you know, the fighting um, and Khonshu, who's the the moon God. Um, so like, we're, we're, we're missing it, but we're yet still there. Um, and in that case it's like, we're very much the eyes of, of, of Stephen. Cause he's in this basically the same sort of spot. Um, and so it's, it's, I think that was my thing. Like, I think we said earlier before we had started, like, I really wish they had done, like, I think WandaVision, they gave us two episodes the first night that it premiered. And I wish they would have went from uh, Steven first episode to maybe Mark second episode um, so that we can see the, like, how it, like, I would have liked to have seen those events from from Mark's eyes, though I don't doubt that they'll still bring it all together. Um, it's still very much like, okay, I know what's going on, but I'm still missing so much here. Um, and I really would like to see <laughs> we're, we're, I, I get where Steven is coming from. I'm trying, I'm, I'm yelling too. <laughs> Fair. Um, how, wait, how long was the episode? 40 minutes or yeah. Yeah. 45 minute ish. Yeah. It just seems like, is this going to be, is every episode going to be a mystery until the last one? Then it makes me feel like then just make it a movie. But then if it was a movie, it'd only be two hours. <sighs> yeah, Tom. Well, I, I've, I, I anything mean, you can do in five hours, you can do in two. Okay. <laughs> I, I do think like the way we left it is like now it's going to be he is Moon Knight and maybe going between the two personalities. Um, because I did like, I mean, it seemed to be there was a lot of action happening. I just, like you said, Ashley, I think we need the other guy's perspective too. We need Mark Spector, his like actual whatever identity. Um. But so, like, you know, we get immediately that he's clearly been having sleepwalking issues and they're intense because it's like a fucking chain, not just like locking the door um, and putting the tape on the door and all that. No, um, it's not even like a kinky chain. Yeah. Like, it, like it's a literal like incarceration chain. <laughs> yeah, I could not sleep with that on my leg. Yeah. Um. So then we get, but I we, like it though. I like the whole idea of like, it just drops you in there and you're just like, I don't know what's happening to my sweet soft boy, but something mean is happening to him during his sleeping times. And I do enjoy, I like the whole sand. I was just like, okay, well, like, <laughs> I mean, part of me is like, how, like what exactly is happening? Like, I think like, it's also like, I think the whole the production of it and like the spectacle of it. I think I really enjoyed, even though like maybe like, yeah, even though like you don't get to see Mark's point of view, I do enjoy seeing, I like, I feel like that was very, that told a lot of story and left a lot of mystery and let me fill in the blanks, which I enjoyed. So Mark. Okay. I'm assuming I'll find out who more about Mark. So Mark was the, at the end of the episode was the, the other person in the mirror, the other him. Yes. And then who's the voice that's talking to him? Will we find that out? There's two voices. Like so the, one the is, you know, the, the, the like creepy thing, not the, the voice, this yeah. voice in, when he was in Switzerland. I thought it, I also, 
I thought it sounded like Optimus Prime, uh-huh. and I meant I meant to look up. Anyway, Ashley, yes, you were going to explain. Yeah, no, I I mean I believe because my uh, subtitles betrayed me and didn't bring up the names, but I believe that's that's Khonshu, who's the Moon God who gave Mark Spector um, his powers. Who gave? That's the reason why he's 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 Moon Knight. Um, oh, because those are the two person, F- the two voices that are usually in his head. But to be fair, like if I was speaking from like a I don't know shit. I've never seen anything like this before. I just stumbled upon it type of thing. I wouldn't know. Um, but I believe that's who that was because that's, you know, the, the, the like creepy sort of like bird face thing that kept following him. Yeah. That's, that's who that is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the moon God, but oh. it really was it's, not. It's voiced by yeah. F. Murray Abraham. Wait. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Voiced by who? F. Murray Abraham. Oh, okay. Uh, if you haven't seen his performance in Amadeus, check it out, <laughs> yo. I, I really meant to look it up because I was like, is this the guy that's voiced Optimus Prime before? Because um, I thought it sounded like him. Um, I love yes, that I'm- his little, um, the van he was driving with all the cupcakes. Uh, <laughs> it said Zeus Wagen, which means sweet sweet wagon or sweet truck <laughs> i did not realize that um Auf Deutsch. yeah so he learns he we we see him he works at this museum which i don't know did we get a name for the museum i don't know new york no london no. london metropolitan museum no is it the national gallery is it the british museum is it the it looks like it was at Trafalgar square it did right yeah i couldn't i don't know um, but it reminded me because I worked in the gift shop at the Met in New York, and that was a miserable job. Um, so it kept reminding me of that. And I like that it's like a specific job, not like, I don't know. I feel like they always give like these type of characters like, oh, they have like an office, nondescript office job. Um, so I liked the representation of shittier retail job. <laughs> um, yeah, so we learned that he got a date with his attractive co-worker. Um, which clearly was not him because he doesn't, he like the interaction is more like he thinks she's asking him out, but it's that she's already been asked out. Um, oh, wait now. Okay. Wait, now I'm getting it. So all these things that he, he's like, has no memory of, uh, where it would take like a confident personality to achieve was when he was his other more confident self. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming is Mark. Okay. Got it. (laughs) Got caught up. Um, so then we get like he he puts on that tape to stay awake. We it feels like he kind of know he uh, Ashley, I'm curious what you thought. Like I felt like he already kind of knows that like bad shit is happening, right? It's not just that he thinks he's sleepwalking, right? Um it's it's honestly I felt it was interesting cuz it's like it seems on some level like cuz going to like just Mark for one second, like the fact that Mark goes out of his way to like do the whole regimen whenever he's done fighting bad guys and he gets back, he locks the doors back up. He puts everything the way that it was. He ties himself to the bed so that this other personality doesn't know and doesn't put two and two together. He went out and got another fish to, because the other one died. And like, so it's like one is definitely more aware of the other. Um, And with that being said, I feel like in terms of Steven, um, like he knows, but he must be clearly, he must be blaming it on something else. 
Um, which I mean, to be fair, if I found myself in the middle of, of like my apartment someplace, my mind wouldn't go. To, well, you know what? No, I read a lot of Marvel comics. I would try and think that I have superpowers, but um, <laughs> like, I think that, um, yeah, on some level it's, it's denial, but it's like, I don't know how they're going to go with this in the comics, but Mark was his first personality. Like that was, right, you yeah. know, it's not like Steven was someone and then randomly this moon God came along and said, here, take this other guy into your head. Like that it was his first personality. And so, you know, I, I say that to say that there's this whole sort of background that's that's been omitted. And I feel like on some level he, that Stephen Grant's the persona has to be aware of it. Um, so I don't know if I can, I would say it's completely like being in denial. This is also another thing about me being nervous about how Marvel decides to um, tackle mental illness. Yeah. Um because it can be really it, it can be really complicated and we don't want to do a disservice to those who do deal with deal with this. But that's how I, I take I it as someone who doesn't. One of the things that kind of uh what I do like about it is that you can you don't really know if it's uh who's the dominant personality. Like you don't know who the center like is every is this really what's happening to Stephen Grant or is Stephen Grant a part of Mark's head? Mm. Right? Like is Stephen Grant the invasive personality and that that isn't that wasn't the original right and it's yeah. just like well we don't know we you can't pick apart which one is which um but going off i feel like the mental illness stuff i think there's a little bit like wandavision in that like you see these marvel tv shows kind of want to deal with bigger implications and like deeper stuff than just like oh well captain america's sad Iron Man is sad. Now they're happy because they won. I think there's a lot more <laughs> complexity in what's happening with like WandaVision and how that was like an allegory for grief. Like, I think that there is definitely a strong allegory and metaphor. And I also think that it's probably better. It works better in metaphor when Marvel is trying to deal with mental illness or talk about mental illness or talk about trauma in Moon Knight. And it isn't strictly like, oh, well, this is someone like XY. This is XYZ. This is a diagnosis like i think it works better as yeah look it's this guy who's suffering from mental illness he'll probably need to come to like some idea about his identity to like figure out how it impacts his life um he's chased by a villain that judges him <laughs> and puts yeah. a stig- that puts a stigma on him and tells him he will he will always be bad or he will always be good uh based on what he based on what he is or what he thinks to be like i think there's a lot of different like spinning parts there that kind of work out kind of cool when so you question wanna... um does he is he uh sorry what's the technical term for the what he ha- uh you said it was dissociative order right Dissociative, dissociative. Identity disorder yeah. right okay disassociative identity disorder uh is he a person that hap- that happens to have disassociative oh my god i can't okay say it again <laughs> i'm disassociating right now um <laughs> Um, is disassociative identity disorder disassociative identity disorder is the person that happens to have that who then gets powers or did uh when he received his powers from uh, from the the, can't you uh, (laughs) yes from that from from that deity uh, is that when the other person personalities uh were awakened or how does it work I think you have to figure it out. I think it's going to be revealed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I have to wait for a reveal. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything is set in stone right now. I think the whole point is that you're supposed to be like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, 
Yeah, and like in the comics, it is that he had the disorder, but also got powers, right? Yeah. It is like, but both I don't want to. I didn't want to say that because I'm like, I don't want to confuse anyone. Because to be fair, we don't know how they're going to portray right. it in the show, and then people are going to be yelling at me on Twitter, like, "You said this," and I'm like, "I'm not <laughs> Kevin Feige. I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> we're not in charge. <laughs> like, I, we're just we're just yapping. Not, we're not getting, at least not in there should just be yet. like there should just be like a full disclosure. It's just like we have no idea what we're talking about yeah. right now. We're just like. <laughs> These are just our personal opinions. Yeah, I know nothing you know, unless yeah. I'm right, in which case I knew the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> That's the t-shirt I want. Yeah. Right there. So we get we meet Ethan Hawks, uh, the villain. He's uh our main character wakes up, his jaw is dislocated. I will say I was surprised um at the like violence in this. Not that it was like wild, but for a Marvel show. We saw a lot of blood. I was like, you know, his like mouth full of blood and his jaw is dislocated. And it was like a little gross. Um, I was just a little surprised at that, but that makes me happy because I'm like, ooh, good. Cause we're putting those like Netflix shows on. We're like doing the parental controls. So I, I remember we don't, they, want, like, we don't want gay stuff on Disney Plus. We just want bloody stuff. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're sort of to keep Love Simon or Love Victor over on Hulu, not on Disney Plus, because yeah. that's not boys kissing. But right. <laughs> I um I why did I feel funny seeing um what's his name without a goatee I I just felt we I felt weird Ethan Hawke yeah why does he you know what I'm saying <laughs> I realized I, mean, I haven't seen him in anything in a while and like I'm, I know I'm like really telling on myself here but I think Ethan Hawke and I immediately think Training Day which was so long ago so like I see, saw him and I was like, oh my god, what did they do to him? Like, did he you know get some makeup? And I was like, no, Ashley, you 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 we just haven't you, seen it. Yeah, you are the age he was when he was filming Trainee Day. So yeah, things have things have yeah things have changed. But I just I don't I love how like no sir I'm gonna I'm gonna need your go to I we're used to see it's like it's like Tom Selleck getting rid of his mustache. Yeah. I need I need you to look <laughs> like it. I need your signature look, sir. <laughs> And, and that I, wig, that wig they put him in is rough. Yeah. Is that a wig or is that his hair? It has to with be a wig. Extensions. I hope with, it's a wig with scraggle plus extensions. <laughs> but he he generally has sort of longish. Does he? I feel like he could wear uh, it, but hair. I feel like it has to have more life than that. What type of guy would put you with <laughs> more <laughs> life than that? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Um, but I thought he was really good as like a calm, but like in like scary, like cult leader type person. Um, I liked that there was like this little town and I, I did like the blackouts, but I, they did make me like, they left me wanting, like, I was like, Oh, but I want to see this fight scene. Like I loved, I actually really liked the scene where it's like when Ethan Hawke is like, hand me the scarab and he goes to, but like the Optimus Prime voice is like, don't give him shit. And he just like is moving his arm. Like he's not moving his arm. It's like the, the voice is moving it. Um, and then when he blacks out and when he blacks back in, his hands are covered in blood and everyone's like bloodied and beaten up around him. I did like that. Um, and that was another thing that I was like, okay, cool. We're, we're showing blood. At least we're doing things. Um, because like Moon Knight is definitely from I my exposure to Moon Knight is mostly like him in like just starring in the Avengers or just starring in there used to be this comic book called uh, Marvel Knights that was like a team of like all like B and C listers. It was like Moon Knight, Daredevil, Misty Knight, Colleen Wing and like Cloak and Dagger. Um, and that was my exposure to him. But he was more the like leader and like not having like I, I don't even remember them mentioning um, him having any kind of disorder in that comic. 
But from what I remember, he's always a little bit more brutal, like on the Daredevil Punisher side of like fighting, punching until there's a lot of blood, right? Uh, has has Moon Knight made an appearance in the in the costume in any other Marvel live action thing? No, he that character is brand new for the show. Yeah. Okay. And uh, is is Ethan Hawke? Is it is is it gonna? Where are we gonna find out that he's causing the dusting in the Avengers movie? Because he's like he says, uh, every, you know, everyone. It sounds like every like people are gonna be judged and like everyone's gonna shrivel up and die, like turn into an old Apple Witch doll, like that lady did. <laughs> no, but it's like very similar, right? Like it seems very like. Well, we have to kill we have to call some people are they, <laughs> like, gonna ch- are they gonna chase for jewels in this one too <laughs> i don't there why are they no always ch- chasing why are they always trying to find you know what the villains are just considered like they're really disturbed by overpopulation and climate change <laughs> and so <laughs> they just they just want to redistribute resources that's yeah. it like that's all honestly <laughs> i get it I mean, I I did like <laughs> Apple Witch Dolls. Now I'm thinking of Tom. <laughs> it's, a, it's a reference I make at least three times a year. No one ever knows what I'm talking about. For uh, So I'll just clarify. In I'm like going to seven... Google Apple Witch Doll. <laughs> There's not even good photos because I've been using the same one every time I text someone about it. In the 70s and 80s, like Halloween, you would dry, you would like, I don't know if you peel the apple and then you dry it out and let it get shriveled and then you oh carve. Oh my god, it's it's so ugly. You carve <laughs> a witch face into it and then make a doll out of it and you know, like put it on the door as a decoration for Halloween. I have a strong memory from my childhood of apple dried apple witch dolls. <laughs> and oftentimes I feel like one. So I, I like to reference it and confuse people. Okay, I am looking at a Pinterest called Vintage Applehead Witch Doll. <laughs> Handmade folk art dried apple face figure with broom black hat and pointed shoes. She looks rough. I need a remix of you saying, I would like to someone set that to a beat. <laughs> I'll send you that clip, Tom, just of Alex saying that. Yes. I think this is where I'm like, oh, wait, guys, the show. Yes, right. Yes. Yes. Ashley, thank you. Oh, God. Um, so he also he gets in his uh Tom, what did you say? You knew how to say the word on the cupcake truck. Zeuswagen. Yes, he gets in that. He escapes. Um, I was also surprised that those logs like just murdering people. I was like, oh, cool. Those people are definitely dead um, when the logs are like flying all around the place. Um, I did like that he blacks out and blacks back in and is going backwards. Um, and that when the guys get out of the truck, there's just more logs that smush them. I will say that whole thing looked uh, those cgi yeah right yeah those logs those logs <laughs> <laughs> and like normally the disney marvel stuff is like on point but that like is looked... it though <laughs> is it though <laughs> ashley what do you, do you think do we see eternals did we see <laughs> you know when she's right? when Last she's stuck when she's that so yeah when... <laughs> Ashley and I got yelled at by, by TikTok for our Eternals opinions. Wait, okay. is there bad? Wait, I saw Eternals. Is there bad CGI in Eternals? There's some. There's some like less than stellar CGI. Oh, now uh, I'm remembering it. Yeah, it, like, it, it fully turned into Captain Planet. Uh, 
a few times. Yeah, and now I'm remembering it. Tom, you oh, saw Eternals? Are you proud of me? I am. I'm so proud of you. Um, Ashley, also, what, uh, that uh, little girl in Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> did you think it looked too CGI? <laughs> um, from like a, it just if if I wanted to overanalyze, yeah. From like a, I'm chilling and I smoked this morning and I, <laughs> you know, type of perspective. Not that that was me, of course, but like if that's what I was, you know, the position I was in. No, it was fine. I was. <laughs> <laughs> all right fair fair like marvel can't win everything you yeah. know but, and, like, I mean, and, it, and it's just like i love black widow but i think we can all admit like when she stuffs the little stick into the big old engine and she blows up what do you mean the no <laughs> don't do it <laughs> it's, it it did not look the best and you know what? i will blame it on the pandemic we can blame all the bad cgi for of the last two years but it's weird because like some of like some of the, the cgi you just you don't notice at all that's the thing is you don't notice good CGI. You only notice it when it's yeah when it's the yeah. what what do they call that technical term? The hidden valley, uncanny, <laughs> uncanny valley. There we go. It was logs. <laughs> They're not even human. What am I talking about? Oh, anyway. oh my god! I hope that there's a CGI Apple Witch doll at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we, um, Ashley, what happens after that scene? Uh, I don't even remember what happens. I remember those people getting knocked by the logs. We're forgetting the epic gun throw. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is just like would be would be me in this situation of like <laughs> just throw whatever is in your hands at people. Um, and Kanchu is just very much is like not that like did he just throw the gun? Like he, just, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> he didn't like. Stephen's been called an idiot at this point three times, and, <laughs> and he's not helping himself at all. Um, we clearly know which child is the favorite, which is going to be Mark. right. Um, yeah. And then after, uh, uh, after that, somehow he ends up being able to, oh wait, no, he like randomly wakes up back at his place after that, that very vivid fucking dream. And he still hasn't put two and two together, but he's all like peacefully like, oh, we're back. It was just this random ass dream where someone wanted a scarab from me. Um, but then wait, let me ask a question. So he is sleepwalking. Um, does so it seems that mark gets full control when he goes when when steven goes to sleep even though he's he subconsciously is finally putting this personality to rest in some ways i think they are kind of saying that steven might really be the i don't want to say dominant and like stronger like not literally stronger but whatever it is that he is fixated on is clearly allowing him to be the most lucid in that at the end of the episode mark kind of has to barter with steven to let him take control so that they don't die um so what think, is yeah. what's the reality uh when he goes to sleep is that another world he's going to or is he actually there in he's physically now in switzerland and uh mark has has taken i think him he's there. he's physically there because yeah. the time the time like everyone when he comes back everyone's like well oops today's not friday yeah, yeah exactly sunday so he, has he got it, on he an airplane it, to yeah, Switzerland. He, okay. Or, you know, between his his powers don't include like flight, but you know, he's able to get to places much faster than the rest of us. Um, and I mean, like, I guess the, the the big tell before the date that said that it was Sunday was that the fish died. Cause I related to that because if I left my goldfish alone for 20 minutes, it was done with life. Um Oh my god, wait. So this is where um I'm gonna be the idiot. I was like, 
Wait, I don't understand. The fish grew another little fin? What's going on? I didn't realize. So yeah, I was the same. I thought, you're, I thought, you're an idiot. I thought he went to the fish because he, I thought for sure he was like, oh my God, the fish is that voice of God that I keep hearing. <laughs> and obviously, if you're the voice of God, you can just like grow a fin if you want. <laughs> I ah, take that, Alex. Me and Tom are both the idiots. The, the tell to me was when he went to the pet store and the woman was like, if you want, you know, another fish, then you need to go to the store that sells fish with only one leg. And um, what you call it? Uh, Steven was like, I haven't been here. And then the woman was like, nice try. Uh, and I, I took that to mean that oh, Mark yeah, yeah. In, in, you know, the body went and got another fish because when he got back, uh, the poor little thing was upside down. I So I took. That's what I so to try to like cover up. Yeah, he tried to fish. cover it up, mm. and um, because the woman was very clear that she had saw him before. But when Stephen goes to sleep, unlike like Mark seems to be very much aware of everything that's going on, even when Stephen is the one in control. Unlike Stephen, who when he goes to sleep, he's out of it. Yeah, it's Mark. Mark does. Mark, go do your thing. Just just get get me back in bed within eight hours. Yeah, and I did see I did see someone tweet this, but like I'm willing to like blow past this because it's like all right well he's like in crisis someone was like how did he not know it took him all day to figure out what day it was he has a smartphone like he would have known the day yeah they didn't do a good job with that but then at the same time he strikes me as someone who does who just i mean like in the literal sense doesn't have his life together and so you know when like things that you like i once lost my phone and it was in my hand like that's what i was going through in my life so (laughs) he just strikes me as someone who is going through that all the time and so that's the leeway i'm going to give them but they really did not do a good job illustrating that with the fact yeah. that we're in the 21st century and we have our times on, on us at all time. All time. Yeah. I think what's funny is that um, there, when, it, when I watched this episode, uh, it made me think of this Reddit thread that basically where this guy was just like, yeah, I keep finding all these notes in my apartment. Isn't that super weird? And I think it's my landlord. He's breaking in. And someone in the thread was just like, Hey, can you check if you're being, if you have carbon monoxide poisoning, because it sounds like it. And then he finds out that he's yes, there was a carbon monoxide leak. And he's like been, and it was like the whole entire time he was writing himself all these notes and doing all these things, and he had no idea. And that is what I kept thinking of. I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe, maybe my poor Steven is suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, but then we know it's not as simple as Wait, that. Does carbon monoxide make you disassociate and, and, like do yeah, that? I didn't know that. It's it's the craziest Reddit thread. It's like one. Like, I will give you. I will shoot you the link. Why after. would you it's, do it's it's now? The next time story. I forget something, I'm gonna be like, oh my god. I know. <laughs> yeah, he like kept finding all these notes in his apartment. He's like, does someone live in my apartment? And then like some guy, some like health professional was just like, yeah, you should definitely get a carbon monoxide detector because it sounds like you might be hallucinating and doing stuff while you're not conscious. So one more thing for me to be worried about. Okay. I know. Yeah, same. Jesus. And I have a couple of friends. I'm like, I think I need to buy them one of those because <laughs> my health. Are they leaving you weird notes? <laughs> no, but I feel, oh yeah, no, they're not. I've, <laughs> no, I have a friend who I, he's, uh, he's, uh, he, what's the sleeping pill that you're not supposed to take anymore? Oh, the Am. No. Yeah. Ambien. I still take Ambien. <laughs> you can't take that. That stuff is crazy. Well, yeah, yeah. My, mo- my mom fucking took it once and I just got like this strange ass text from her oh that like God. devolved into like wingding fonts. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. I feel like the worst I do is like I order myself things online that I probably shouldn't have bought or like send flirty DMs. I don't know. You know who should try Ambien? Steven hmm. Grant. He should. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why does he want to? It's weird that he wants to stay. Oh, he wants to stay away because when he falls asleep, he becomes the other person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, a person that had no clue what was happening. Uh, again, that sometimes is my uh, complaint with the Marvel shows is that it's like we're, you're assumed to know all this knowledge about the uh, the IP. And you're like, no, I'm here to watch the TV show and I don't have any prior knowledge of this. So those of us with no prior knowledge, I was like, wait, why is he trying to stay awake? Well, I so actually, I kept thinking of Nightmare on Elm Street with that. Um, and I felt like, I don't know if the rest of them will do this, but this episode, while not, you know, scary or anything, it definitely leaned a little bit more into horror than anything Marvel yeah, had done before, right? True. Yeah. Because, like, that's what that reminded me of. I kept thinking of how, like, Nightmare on Elm Street when, like, you know, what is it? Like, Johnny Depp and um, Heather Loggenkamp are, like, across the window from each other being, like, gotta stay awake. And then he falls asleep and dies. Um, I kept thinking of that. And, like, when he's being haunted, like, you know, the Koshu, Kenoshu? Jesus, which is it? Konshu. When Konshu is, like, stalking him, that felt a little horror movie. Because, like, I mean, once we saw it, it was fine. But, like, when it's just, like, a shadow walking through which is a scene coming up when it's like he's walking through the hallway. Like that was, that reminded me of a horror movie, right? Cause it's like a shadowy yeah, monster. Very much. The, the elevator yeah. scene was getting, yeah. which I mean, I'm hoping that Moon Knight ends up uh, at some point, the story and, and blade ends up coinciding. Um, and so it gives me, it gives me really good hope for the, for the blade movie. Cause yeah. you know, I, I don't, I don't, well, you know what? Also, let me stay put for Multiverse of Madness as well, because they said that that should be scary. Because, you know, Marvel says one thing, and the next thing you know, uh, right. we're, we're finding out that they're taking out the blood scenes out of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I'm <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> y'all say one thing and do something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, like, we get, he, like, realizes there's, like, some, what does he realize? Like, scratches on the floor that make him look into that, like, board on the, the ceiling or on the wall. He finds that phone. He then gets chased. The electricity's going wild. It even reminded me a little, like the mirror stuff reminded me a little bit of Black Swan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did I, like. I, I, I a, think that you're also supposed to. I mean, the way I felt was that you're supposed to kind of feel kind of awful for him in a yeah. way that you don't really feel awful for. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, like Captain America, like or <laughs> Iron Man. Right. It's like all these. It's like a lot of these Marvel stories, right? It's like, oh, like look how sad they are, and it's like, is Iron Man really sad? Can a billionaire be really sad? Is Captain <laughs> Marvel really sad? She's fucking going through space and like getting to do all this cool shit. Is Captain America really that sad? He's not like he's old, but like he's fucking hot, and he gets to like, like <laughs> you know hot. what I mean? <laughs> like That's it's funny. like is are are they really that sad but like i feel like moon knight like okay well like it's like he can't piece his life together he can't make any like he can't make any friendships all his relationships are in tat like are all like fraying and tattered uh he's super lonely he has to sleep like in this like he is his only his only friend is like the fish awful sleeping routine Oh yeah, like, the gold just, statue man. 
Like it's like a he's like he's a very depressed soft boy, and it just it's the <laughs> first hero. It's like the first hero that I'm actually like, okay, well, it would kind of suck to be this guy. Like, okay, you know I what? I thought, by the way, I thought the gold statue man was the Ethan Hawke character <laughs> from the beginning because they hadn't revealed him yet, and they had like the same hair. <laughs> well, uh, I and I was like, that statue man has to stand on glass all day. <laughs> Ow. Must hurt. Um, Tom, I will I have a compliment to pay you. I was thinking that I was glad you were coming on for this, is I felt like the character he was playing reminded me of a character you would play. Like he felt like the like <laughs> like very like sweet soft boy who like you like also can like relate to. I feel like I feel like you could do that. Like oh, that's like yeah. very I I I'm good at playing soft boy. Not that you know, it's a stretch for me. Um, as such a as such a masculine confident man um, yeah there was a small piece of me that was like I want to play this part why don't have this stud man like hot stud man get, like playing a nerd like hire cast real nerds cast real soft boys when you want a soft boy okay JK, JK. That, was, that was a small percent of my of, of me that was saying that because he's that was very masculine and convincing of you yeah, yeah it was i hate all of you i hate all <laughs> of you ashley what did you think of the elevator scene um it was given very much horror i was here for that i mean kudos to the makeup department for actually being able to get oscar isaac look like he's in distress and hasn't you know seen sleep in years um because that was something um i think you know it also just it somebody brought it up beforehand i was trying to figure out how i really felt about it but like is this uh is this Stephen Grant persona aware of something going on? And I think that was the first real, like, this this, this isn't new, clearly. Like, at the point that we we get dropped into this story, clearly Mark, the Mark Spencer side of him has already put two and two together about, uh, you know, this, 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 um, this, this thing that needs to be taken, about where to go, what he needs to do. So it's like, this isn't a new development. And so I'm kind of like, I feel like, as someone said earlier, like, there has to be something that Stephen Grant is onto, because um, you don't just randomly start, you know, yelling in in the elevator when, you know. Um, so I, but I do think like he, I mean, he's he seems anxious, you know, from jump. Like even if we hadn't seen the whole, I, I freaking uh, attach myself to the bed thing. Like he looks like someone if if you like tapped on him for directions, he would yell and run away. Uh, <laughs> and so like. It, it it really dived into the like he must be either some level of denial or I mean to be fair like you know I mean he this is the Avengers world even though they're on the other side of it like where shit does happen I I would pre- right. like I like even as big of an Avengers fan as I am if I actually lived in this world I probably would hate all of them because it's <laughs> like I don't know like is is that a is what's making noise in my apartment sure it could be a critter maybe you know loki has shape shifted into some shit like i don't know i'm <laughs> messing myself so i'm like maybe it makes sense that he has the jitters like this but i do think that they've done a, a pretty good job of like it's it's unlike wandavision where it's characters that like we know so when like we didn't know what was going on it's like okay but i'm still here for wanda and and maybe vision yeah. depending on my mood but like 
now it's like, I don't really know this person. I'm doing my best to, but like, as soon as I try to get to, I can see he wants some bonding. He wants some relationships. It's kind of sad that the, you know, the closest thing that he has is a street performer who doesn't talk to him. Um, But then at the same time, it's like, I get this really small feeling. He knows a little bit more than he's letting on, even if he's like choosing willfully to ignore it because the shit is scary. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all of that is basically like, right. We have to like find out, we'll see where, like what we find out about it. Um, so what is it? He goes, is it like, then he's wakes up on the bus, right? Yeah. And they both, not yeah. only that he wakes up on the bus, but then, um, you know, he starts seeing, uh, Khonshu and then he also right. when he gets off the bus, sees, um, Arthur. Hawk. Yeah. Um, so then he runs into work. Everyone's ignoring him because he's like, I guess he's just been stressed. So everyone's used to him like freaking out all over the place. Yeah. Like it's clear, like people kind of like tune him out and I don't blame him. But like that's, I blame them because that's what I'm saying. It's like, he's clearly been on the edge for a while now. And maybe that's a part of the reason why the Mark Spencer part of his personality plays along with the sanctity of this personality. Because it's like, if if I reveal too much to this man, he's just going to, Right. He's just going to like remove himself from it completely. <laughs> um, Tom, yes. I just was going to say, how come Oscar, who is younger than me, gets to play a dad of a full grown man, Timothy Chalamet, and I still can't get cast as gay dad with a baby? <laughs> Why? <laughs> how? I want to know what is the math? <laughs> Is it just homophobia? Please let me know. Write letters to your congressperson. Thank you. Wait, is Oscar Isaac? How old is he? Now, now I'm curious because I think he's. I think I clicked on something that was like these. Can you believe these actors are both 38? And then someone gorgeous like him, and then someone haggard. Oh, That's he's like, 43. Oh, okay. Then we're the the same age, same age. Okay, but still, but still, the point still remains. The point still remains. Point still remains. Um, yeah. I also wanted to point out. I love that. Oh, I loved seeing the elderly lady in the like elevator because we got to see from her point of view that he just looks like a crazy person. Like yeah. he looks like he's like gonna murder someone. So she she's like, so "Oh, great, having a great time. Gotta go." Yeah, like, so like my friend is here. I have yeah. someone who's in this apartment. They'll see you kill me. So. Don't- <laughs> <laughs> um so whatever so he gets to work ethan hawk comes into work we learn that even the shitty security guard is part of do they say what it is they don't say right the name of their group not really they? yet no it's just that yeah. that tattoo that they all tattoo wear. yeah um and for like <laughs> this is why i would be i would fall for whatever because for two seconds i was like wait is ethan hawk not bad and then i was like wait, 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 wait. i watched him tell that old lady no he is bad <laughs> um because the way he like talks to him is like kind of calm also i meant to look this up but is is emma the woman from the mummy isn't that the name of the woman who's killed who they try to replace rachel wise with in the mummy maybe i'm not aware of that the only thing i know about the mummy is rachel wise and 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 um brendan fraser brendan fraser looking fine as shit was the mummy a a marvel property no it was not okay (laughs) um wait 
going back to Tom's point, I really enjoy when um, the age gaps of like parents and children in movies are very small. Like Nicole Kidman playing Patrick Wilson's mom in Aquaman. Yeah. Oh gosh, that was hilarious. Yeah. That <laughs> she's approximately 54. five years apart. And, she, and he's 48. And <laughs> she's Wait, really? Mom. Yeah. I didn't realize they were that close in age. Sorry, I, mean, I was quiet. I was Googling. <laughs> <laughs> with that age difference i'm like all right they're like maybe immortal ocean people so like uh, maybe she just stops aging at some point the, i don't know the, the ocean water keeps your skin very <laughs> plump Glowing. and juicy and jason momoa is 42 so she would have to be a teen mom if mm. she was gonna well i mean they didn't even try to age her in that movie. It's like she has a baby, and then the next scene, it's their adults, and she looks exactly the same. So I, don't I feel know. like they just don't uh, age after a certain, after yeah. a certain point. It's kind of like yeah. how Carol Danvers hasn't aged, right? Like we, once she got her power, she stopped aging, and we yeah, just homegirl into space. She get she got the powers of that stone. She's a little bit Infinity Stone. She <laughs> does wonders for your skincare. <laughs> Tom has no idea what we're talking about. Um. I so, saw Aquaman. I saw Aquaman. <laughs> you, you saw that movie? Oh my god, that movie is such it is it's bananas. So insane. But also like, oh, that's a comic book. Like all comic book movies now are not comic books anymore. They're they're <laughs> they're dark, creepy. They're they're moon knight. Yeah. Get a moon <laughs> but Aquaman was fully like Com- like as in the word comical like just bright yeah. colors that her wig was <laughs> such an unnatural red color that does not exist anywhere the, the brine kingdom listen my favorite thing in that bananas movie was when the octopus is playing the drums i was like what the fuck <laughs> wait like in little mermaid what there, there's like a scene where they're like the the king is coming out and there's an octopus playing the drums no 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 Although it's julie it's Julie Andrews plays the destru- like the destructo monster. Wait, what? Really? Yes. Oh my god. Who? You guys, come on. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> Getting back to Moon Knight. <sighs> Ashley, I'm sorry. This is, this is a, this destructo is a- monster. There, Ethan Haw- Ethan Hawke comes with his scary little tattoo that fucking moves and is like, "You're good. You're bad. You're gonna die." Um, sets off the magic, the magic jackal dog thing, right? I, so wait, so my question here is, do we purposely not see the like, God, what the hell's the name for that thing that his tattoo is of the like justice, the scales, scales of justice? Scales. It's like scale of right? Isn't that like? Eh. I did we purposely not see where it landed, and he just says, "You have chaos in you." I feel like it was like a no whammies, no whammies, and oh, I got <laughs> oh, it's the first time I because either it it turns red if it's bad, right? Right, and right. I can't remember what it does when it's good, so maybe it was just like it's just staying in the middle. It, yeah, maybe it mm-hmm. stayed in the middle. All right, so or turned rainbow. So well, he kind of just it's like he gets the powers from a from the goddess named Amit, right? Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, and she basically is just like she's a, she's like ancient Egyptian Minority Report. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess right, <laughs> right. Like she's just she's just like yo, <laughs> bad shit's happening. Gotta go, man. Oh, I can't I can't believe she did that with an old lady. <laughs> 
Also, I'm now realizing I hate the the scale tattoo CGI. Did it have to be a tattoo? I feel like it could have been a necklace or something. Like, really? You're- <laughs> Ma- he's got a ma- so he's got a magic this a magic tattoo. That's that's your issue. The magic has tattoo. A magic tattoo. Well, so then they let him go, right? He's just like, no, let him go because other people come in the exhibit, and I. I don't know if we all caught this, his fucking awkward run away when his arms are just like at his side. Um, I, I, I loved that really weird detail. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to closing time. He hears like an animal. And this again felt a little horror wait, movie. Wait, but, Ian, I think you enjoy Oscar Isaac's physical comedy. I think oh. I do. <laughs> I think I do. Um, yeah, Ashley. So then he... But what happens? There's like a he hears a noise, right? Goes because he remember the the his boss was all you're doing inventory, so he's doing inventory, and that's when he even though like see this is where see this is <laughs> all right this is why black people can't be in horror stuff because like you know <laughs> you you a guy just came and I know he has the power to like just basically suck your soul out. I'm not doing inventory. I'm going home. Like. But anyway. <laughs> He does go ahead and he does inventory and then, you know, he hears the noise and it's like this, what was that? A jackal, I believe that was, that was. Yeah. Um, And it starts chasing after him because they want the scarab. He throws his bag, the scarab is in there. um, And then he finally like goes into some room that's filled with mirrors really conveniently where um, this other personality of his can come out like, you're not going to die because you haven't died yet for a certain reason. I need you to let me you know, this is, I, I, we, we, we see a lot really in the scene in a sense of, we know that Mark is very much aware of everything that's going on, even when he's not the dominant personality at the time. Uh, we can see that, you know, it does let on that, that to some effect, Spencer does have a lot of control if he's able to one, go in and out like that. Like even when, um, the whole thing where he was at the other, the other side of like the country or whatever, um, you know, he, he still, he keeps coming in when Conchu would very much like him for him to stop. Um, that has to be for some, you know, reason. And then even in this scene, you know, uh, Mark clearly is like, all right, fuck it. I can't just keep coming in for 30 seconds. This is clearly going to take more time. I need, I need this personality of yours to, to let me have the controls here. Um, and he seems really, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't know, maybe it's sympathetic it, you know, like he's not just like, bitch, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm taking over. He's very, you know, he's, he's trying to be as empathetic as possible on some level for this. And I, I'm hoping that maybe the next episodes dive into as to why, as well as like, um, how he started off and things like that. Um, but whatever the case may be, you know, uh, uh, Steven is very much like, all right, there's a fucking mythical ja- uh, a jackal outside. I don't know what this, at, at this point, the the guy talking to me in the mirror is not the strangest thing happening here. So maybe I should just let him take the reins. And that's when we finally get the 20 seconds of Moon Knight. <laughs> I, I was thinking like, just let them take over. What is like, what's the worst that could happen? That monster will kill you if you don't. So like, if you let this guy take over, it'll kill you and you don't remember. All right. That seems, that seems better. Like, yeah, like, so I, you know, like at this point, anything talking to me saying that they have the answers, I'm going to be like, you know what? You go ahead. <laughs> like, yeah, you great. You go, go for it. <laughs> you try. Um, Tom, as an actor, what did you think of like him acting opposite himself? 
It, well, I mean, he wasn't really because, you know, they're right. filming it at separate times. So he was yes. probably <laughs> acting opposite the script supervisor who's like awkwardly <laughs> saying like, so uh, wait, can I take it, over? Is uh, it Oscar Isaacs? Are we, are we sure about that? Because I was really <laughs> hoping. <laughs> um, I did. That's when finally I was like, oh, okay. So the other hymns don't have accents so okay we're gonna be forgiving of that i liked the little details of the um the egyptian hieroglyphics sort of coming in on the bathroom wall as everything started flashing and the 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 you know the sort of setup of the bathroom was similar to like the big bricks of a pyramid or something um yeah that was was some fun artistic details (laughs) Um, but yeah, we finally, so Ashley, I know I kept thinking of Daredevil when I was like, man, cause, and I love Daredevil as a show. Like I thought it was great, but like how that first season you wait, like the whole first season was basically this episode, right? We're waiting for him to be Daredevil and he doesn't get his costume and like fully adopt, adapt to like that until like the last episode. <laughs> um, I like the scene. I liked it. I wish I do wish we had seen him fighting that monster a little bit more. It feels no, like, no, no. It's so much better when you don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I, I like the. It's it's supposed. You're supposed to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and does where does his costume come from? It materializes onto him much or... like sailor moon yes it materializes onto oh him oh my god he needs a sailor moon fucking <laughs> transformation scene then he would be definitely be a, a tender gay <laughs> i would love a crossover event of sailor moon and midnight uh <laughs> also his character looks a little bit like mumroth from yes uh, thundercats yeah thundercats yeah Look at you with the reference, Tom. I'm so proud of you. Snurfs is Mumroth. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Well, we're at the end. Um, Alex, what was your favorite scene? Oh, my favorite scene. Um, oh, the blacking out while he's driving and then all that weird stuff that keeps happening. I really liked it. That was fun for me. All right. Ashley, what was your favorite scene? Um, Ironically enough, him throwing the gun. <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. It gave me very much like, you know, I don't know if Into the Spider-Verse when uh-huh. he's like trying to follow Peter around and he throws the bagel mm-hmm. at people. Like it gave me very much, I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, which he literally says. And like intro to a, a soon to be like superhero-ish sort of thing, even though a part of him does know what it's doing. Um, but yeah, that was a very, that would be, that would be me in that situation. <laughs> oh, I also wait, wait. I also love when he's sweet to the little kid in the uh, in the in in the museum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate child actors, so that was the worst <laughs> I worst part. Okay, me. well, how are you supposed to? How are you going to act and have like a little little gay, be a gay father to a little gay Look, baby? I'll never will have to be because clearly it's not happening. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> My favorite scene is his his work opposite Donna. I just love the banter between him and Donna and how she's <laughs> chewing gum. And, and you're like never supposed to chew gum as a choice as an actor, apparently. Because it makes editing hard. I learned that the hard way one time. Oh, really? I chewed gum yeah. in a scene opposite Jim Carrey and I didn't realize that it would be problematic for them. 
Because at some point they're like, don't shoot the gum anymore. Is it, is it because of the sound? Oh. It's because of the sound and because when they cut back to you, you'll be saying like you'll be in the middle of a chew or, mm. or because when they're editing it, they, they may, they, you may not be seen chewing gum at the top. So then, oh. uh, so they have to establish it. So it like, it locks them into certain uh, editing and they don't have freedom to choose what they want throughout the scene. Tom, I really always love your acting stories of, well, I did this and they said, nope. <laughs> you mean failure? <laughs> stories <laughs> of failure. My favorite is you singing Hot Pockets and them having you redo it without singing it. <laughs> Here, I gave them, I gave them gold. And it, they, it, I agree. They returned uh, it for some pyrite. Uh, so I think my favorite scene is the elevator scene just because I love how like very horror movie it was. And I like seeing the elderly lady being scared of him when we like seeing the outside perspective. I, I always like that. Um, as a first episode, what grade do we give it, Ashley? Um, I would give it to start. I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. And depending okay. on how the rest of this, how the other five episodes ties in with it, I think it would probably get bumped up to an eight out of 10. But as of right yeah, now, yeah. standalone, not knowing what else is going on, it's seven out of ten. Enjoyed it, but yeah, I need it more. So wait, normally we do A through F. So what would what would you convert oh. that to? Oh, That's a C. A C. C. Ooh, oh. I didn't want to say it was a C, but yes, okay. Uh, Tom, what grade would you give? A seven out of ten sounds so much better than it's. It does, right? Uh, I would go with a B. It, 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 it's intrigued me enough to want to watch another episode so uh alex a seven out of ten is 3.5 out of five yelp stars and i'm like "Mm." (laughs) would you like i don't i don't like the three yelp stars makes me a little nervous 3.5 makes me a little less nervous i would say that i would probably give it like a b plus okay and then Compared to the other episodes, I actually think it's one of the stronger episodes once everything ties in. Oh, so, huh? Okay. All right. I, give, I think you'll. I think you'll. you'll well, see, like that's You're operating off of a cohesive work. I'm just going off. No, the it, I, I'm just saying you're gonna look back and you're gonna be like, yeah, that was. That's what I said. I was like, if when the other episodes come in, like by themselves, the earlier uh, Wandavision episodes, I was like, what the hell is going on? Now, when I put it all together, I'm like. A plus show, everything was great. Don't say anything bad about Wanda ever. So you know, oh, I think we can all ending, change. The ending is not good. Oh, we're not. Re- we're not gonna. We're not doing this. Uh, but Sorry. I, I think I give it. I will say when I rewatched it, I made my mom rewatch Wandavision. I did appreciate the ending more as like once I was ready to be like not so in love with the ending. I it felt more cohesive. Anyway, I give this episode like a flat B because um, I see the potential and Oscar Isaac's is very enjoyable i was exhausted when i turned this on and i kept like a little bit going in and out of it in the first like 15 20 minutes and then like after i was like okay i'm hooked um and tom do you think would you watch this episode if i didn't bully you into coming on for this um i was um i was curious about it and since i'm a soft boy i I have a, a soft spot for oscar and so i was thinking like oh what's that maybe i'll Look at his beautiful face for an yeah. hour. <laughs> um, 
All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. Ashley, thank you for co-hosting your first episode. Um, thank, thank you, Ashley, I hope I did my, for um... letting us talk about gay things. <laughs> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for steering our Zeus wagon back onto the road. <laughs> <laughs> we all had to give up control to Ashley <laughs> to get her through this podcast. That's great. That's great. Uh, uh, she, is our, she is our Mark Spector. <laughs> So uh, thank you all for listening. If you like, God, I haven't recorded in a month. So I'm like, what do I say? Um, if you like Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, other places you get your podcasts. You can support us on Patreon, where we are going through Harley Quinn season two and what if. Um, and uh, if you want to follow us on social, we are at Slayer Fest X 98 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and everywhere else. I am at Ian X Carlos on all social media platforms. Ashley, where can everyone find you? Uh, Ashley K Smalls on TikTok, Twitter. Um, I am on Instagram, but don't expect me to like actually post things. Um, and yeah, you can also follow my, you can visit my blog, brooklynblurred.com. And Alex, where can everyone find you? I'm a Vox, but follow me on Instagram. Let's be fi- Let's be friends on Instagram. Tell, uh, every- tell oh everyone my, your handle. My handle. <laughs> my handle is one guy named Alex. It'll and be fun. Tom, where can everyone find you? At Tommy Link on Instagram and TikTok and Tom Link on Twitter. Woo! All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.